Blog Talk Radio. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. You know, I'm good. Joel's ready to get into it. I'm also here with Dane. What's going on, Dane? Oh, I'm just chilling here in a uh, free mustache ride t-shirt. You know, just having a good time. Dane's always enjoying life. <laughs> What's going on, Dane? I don't know much. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. Pretty good. And I'm going to go ahead and assume the noisy background is Gerald. What's going on, Gerald? How are you guys doing? I'm always tired, so work life, work life. Oh, that's a great somber way to talk to Gerald. Thank you for that, Gerald. Uh, let's get right into it, guys. Um, I'm going to start off with – we're going to start off with um, trailer talk. Um, Black Panther first. Um it was announced today that Chadwick Boseman on his Twitter that Black Panther would start shooting today. And then, what, eight hours later, we now have a set photo of Chadwick Boseman, Lupita Nyong'o. Nyong'o. There we go. I know she's listening. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) The chick from Walking Dead that plays... um, We should get her name. Michonne. I don't know her name. And we also have Martin Short. I'm sorry. Joelle's fact-checking me right now. I promise to get her name. So I'll go around. Dane, what are your thoughts of the set photo? It's not much, but what are your thoughts and what are your expectations for the Black Panther movie? Oh, I have huge expectations, um, and I think they're going to meet them, uh, especially with the cast they've given us. The set photos were uh, cool. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it means that it's tangible. Like, they're actually creating the, the movie. Like, it's actually happening. So that's cool. I don't think it really was anything in general. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're moving uh, maybe to an airport in it. I, I, it was cool seeing all the actors together, and I can't wait to see this movie. So, hell yeah. <laughs> Well, Dane's height. Um, Kanan, what are your thoughts on uh, Black Panther? 
Yeah, I saw the uh, set photos a little earlier, and I, I just feel like, like you said, it's kind of a, it's good to see that they're actually getting started with the movie. Uh, there was that uh, photo with Martin Freeman, so we know that he's going to play an integral part in the movie, but probably going to be one of the best received and maybe one of the best Marvel movies, you know, ever. Uh, I don't know that it would top Avengers, but I think it's going to be uh, pretty close to that. Absolutely, absolutely. Joel, what are your thoughts? Um, just that photo, I'm super excited by uh, by it because of the fact that it's starting, but it doesn't really, aside from that, it really didn't do much for me. But uh, I did get uh, Michonne's name. Um, Pronounce it. Try to do it. I'm going to do, do it. it. All right, so her name is Denai Guerrero. At least that's what, it, that's what it looks like. And if I'm wrong, you can correct me. But as of right now, it's Denai Guerrero. She's also in the movie playing, I'm not exactly sure if she's playing. Whoever does, please tell me. I'm not totally sure. Wow. Well, let's. I think I think you're right. I think you're right. This deny. I think her name is deny, and uh, I, I'm excited to see her. She's gonna get a. I don't think it's, I don't know how many movies she's been in, but she's definitely. I only know her from Walking Dead. Oh yeah, me too. So sure. I mean, there's so many. This cast is so great. It's such a great cast. So Beautiful I'm really cast. looking forward to it. Like uh, Daniel was saying, uh, it might be one of the best Marvel movies, or best comic book movies in general. We'll see. Absolutely. I mean, it's the most. I'll say this, it might be a little extra. It is the sexiest cast we've had in Marvel <laughs> history so far. Um, Gerald, what are your thoughts on Black Panther and uh, the Shepherd? It's going to be black. Yeah. That is, yeah. That is <laughs> the most accurate thing to say about it. It's gonna, it's gonna bring, it's, it's gonna bring a lot of controversy, but it's also gonna be one of the most, to me, one of the most best Marvel movies to grace, you know, the big screen since, you know, 08 Iron Man. So it's, it's gonna be a good movie. So, me, I, me, yeah, and Joel, me and, me and Joel, me and were just uh, saying to each other, I don't think it'll strike up any controversy at all. Um, Luke Cage only did because of how um, how that show went about current events and um, around the time that Luke Cage came out. I think Black Panther, when it comes out in February of next year, will have a completely uh, even keel feel. Like, it's not going to... The only reason why you can't really judge that movie for being too black is because they're shooting in Africa. Wakanda's in Africa. Not that there aren't any white people in Africa, right, but right. we do know it's predominantly black hair. Right. So I mean, there shouldn't yeah. be any. I have no doubt. Can, that I, can I interject? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Go ahead. I was just going to say that, uh, you know, I'm sure we've all seen Civil War. So if Chadwick Boseman wasn't so great in that as Black Panther, would you have liked Civil War as much as you did? Because to me, I think he made the movie. I think him and then the brief time we saw Spider-Man, if those two weren't in it, I don't even know that I would really watch that movie again, to be honest with you. (laughs) I have to be completely honest with you because that's a great point to make. That's a very good point. To me, just to me, if you took him, Chadwick Boseman, and Tom Holland out, I still would have enjoyed it because I think the performance Chris Evans and Downey gave us is so underrated because of how great Bozeman and Holland were that they were very underrated and the performances, the dramatic performances they gave us in that movie 
And honestly, if you take Spidey and Panther out and you still give me that airport scene, it's still dope. The concept is still dope. Um, but I, I will say this, Kanan. Black Panther was a huge part of why that movie was successful. Um, but I will say I still would have enjoyed it, maybe not as much, but I still would have loved that movie because of what Downey Jr. and Chris Evans brought to it. But, Joel, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do believe – I still think it would have been a good movie without the Panther and, and Spider-Man, but I think what they did was guising on it. Exactly. They put it over the top. They made it the best comic movie of 2016, arguably, even though <laughs> – no, sorry. But, yeah, I, I totally agree that Civil War was was still a good movie overall, but they they, they put the nail on the coffin. That's all it is. Absolutely, Dane. Your thoughts? Um. Yeah, no, I I, I completely agree. Uh, I think that. Wait. Hello? Can anyone hear me? Uh, yeah, I have it in here. Okay. Would you say, Dane? No, we're here, Dane. Oh, okay. For some reason, I was off of it. Uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. No, uh, Kanan brought up a good point that without Edward Bozeman, uh, and even Tom Holland to a degree, would you still have enjoyed Civil War? No, yeah, I would definitely have still enjoyed uh, Civil War. I, I like Black Panther and um, Spider-Man sprinkled in there, especially Black Panther, but... Like you were saying about the dramatic performances with uh, just Downey and um, Evans, I think that they were very – it was a very, very good performance from them, and it was a very good third movie for Captain America. But they didn't make the movie, uh, but they were awesome additions. And because of that, I am excited about Black Panther, just seeing him, uh, you know, in general. Uh, but going back to just, you know, overall with this whole entire Black Panther movie, I think it's a very important step in the right direction – because I want this movie to do well uh, for similar reasons, but different, just like uh, Wonder Woman and um, uh, Mulan, uh, just because I think if they do well, we can kind of get a little more diversity in Hollywood, which is overall, I think, the most important thing with a lot of this uh, steps in the right direction, basically. Absolutely. Uh, Kanan, uh, amazing point you brought up. Um, definitely a great point. Um, Chadwick Sorry, Bozeman. I a brain fart. No, it's okay. Chadwick Boseman was uh, one of the driving forces behind that movie. So that was a great point you did bring up, um, Kanan. Thank you. Uh, Joe, what were, your, what were your thoughts, Gerald? Um, with Civil War, regardless, no matter if he was, you know, Chadwick Boseman was in it or not, the, the concept of the movie was incredible. I mean, the fact that how they wrote it, because if, if we all read I'm sure if, you know, we're all geeks, I'm sure we all read the original uh, Civil War comic and remember the scene with um, Scarlett Johansson where she turned against Iron Man. That was originally Mrs. Fantastic. So, you know, you know, the fact that they wrote that to be, you know, Black Widow instead of, you know, the invisible woman that turned against, you know, Iron Man. They they took what they had and they made a fantastic movie. The the dynamic and the, the drama that you know Evans and Downey had towards each other in that movie was you know it, it's definitely like two brothers that basically were going to war. They didn't want to go to war, and if you see without throughout the movie that you know they both were trying to find ways not to go to war, but eventually they had to go to war, and that 
dramatic fight scene at the end, like, even though, you know, Evan's character, you know, Steve Rogers wanted to protect his friend, he still wanted to, you know, he still was protecting Iron Man. Like, listen, I knew that Bucky killed your parents. He's still my best friend, but you're, you're, you know, you're still my brother, but if we have to throw blows, we got to throw blows. And that fight scene definitely was like, okay, yeah, you're my brother, but I'm going to have to kick your ass because you knew this guy killed my parents. And the same token, I have to kick your ass because I got to protect my best friend. So, you know, without Chadwick Boseman and, um, you know, Tom Holland, it still would have been a fantastic movie. But the fact that they did add these characters in the movie just made the movie, like, um, 100 out of a 10. So it, it was it's fantastic either way. Absolutely. Um, let's get into trailer talk. Um, we got two beautiful trailers Thursday, I believe, right? Um, let's start off with uh, Power Rangers. Um, did that trailer deliver? Um, I had a few issues with it, but I'm gonna wait to get into my uh, my opinion on it. Um. I'm curious. I'll start with you, Gerald. What were your thoughts on the Power Rangers trailer? Um, I I loved it. I, I loved the trailer. I mean, I, I'm just sitting here anticipating what you're going to say because I'm Jawan. I know you're going to hit it from every direction, so I'm just waiting <laughs> on you. But um, I I like the I, I like the new concept of it. You know, I like the fact that. Zordon's like this new hologram type 3D face that's, you know, he's, he's basically the AI of the spaceship. You know, um, they, they redesigned Alpha, obviously. You know, they, they kind of made him look cool, you know, stuff like that. Um, the new Power Rangers suits the fact that, you know, Power Rangers were, you know, in the original storyline, you know, Power Rangers were basically, their, their powers were from their coins. Now it's the Power Ranger suits come from this alien tech, which, which is a you know a good you know version of it. I like the fact that the storyline is you know Rita and everybody else were original Power Rangers who got old and one became evil, another one got trapped inside the spaceship. They never said what happened to the other you know four or five Rangers, depending on it. But I'm sure they're gonna find out. Once the movie comes out in about you know two and a half months, but the I, I hate the fact that they keep using that Kanye West song. <laughs> um, yeah, was it Power? They keep using yeah. that for every new like like superhero movie that comes out now. So I mean, otherwise that the 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 trailer was actually pretty good. It it delivered a lot. It showed you know how they morphed, showed Alpha, showed Zordon. Show the putties. I mean, I like the the fact that the putties are not alien, but they they come. They they're like they're basically magic that comes from her staff. That they're earthbound creatures, like they're made from the rock from the ground. That that's actually pretty dope. Um, the Zords are fantastic. You know, the only thing I can can say that disappoints me is I miss the old Megazord because now it's just this Megazord looks like something out of Final Fantasy. But otherwise, that I would give the trailer like a nine point five out of ten. Okay, well, let me ask you this, Gerald, because you made a point of we didn't um, 
We don't know what happened to the old Rangers. Um, Rita did mention she killed them. She said she's killed Rangers. Well, she before. said she she killed Rangers before, but that's the thing, though. She she never said. You know, I guess we're gonna get more into it. That yeah, she said I I you know I did kill Rangers before, but you have to remember it. It, it could be multiple Rangers in this universe. Like well, remember, like. It, it it just doesn't have to be. Why would she kill the other four, but then trap you know the original Red Ranger inside the the ship? So I mean, there's gonna be more dynamic to it. Maybe like you know, my take on it when she said that maybe she killed the Zeo Rangers, maybe she killed you know the Galaxy Rangers because this is a spaceship. It's like the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers were Earth Rangers, but now this this ship. If you really look at it, though, the way that they found the ship buried underground, it looks like this ship crashed onto Earth. So they, these rangers could have been, you know, galactic rangers who've been fighting all over the universe and, well, you know, crashed on Earth. I didn't get the idea that they were, that that was a ship. I got the idea of that was a command center that instead of coming from the, the ground like it did in the TV show, it's literally un- way underground underwater or wherever. Um, it might have been a command center that was on top of, like, a mountain or whatever, and she destroyed it, quote-unquote, and it went underwater or whatever. Um, but it could well, be a the ship. Trailer, they did say it was a ship, though. They did say, like, multiple characters in the trailers did say, like, you know, they're taking, like, I think uh, Jason said it. He's like, we're taking orders from a face that's connected to a ship. And then when, uh, oh, I think I think sense. it was either Kimberly, I think either Kimberly or Trini, uh, I think that's her name. Um, when she when her she was home with her little brothers in the trailer, she was like, "I think I might be a superhero now." Um, I'm, you know, basically I found these two power coins on a ship. So it's that their command center is basically a, a ship that crashed on Earth. So that that's what. You know, getting back to how Rita killed Rangers, she could have killed multiple teams of Rangers. Doesn't necessarily mean the Power Rangers that we're going to see in the movie now. She could have killed the Galaxy Rangers, the Zeo Rangers, well, you know, okay. the Turbo Rangers. It could, it could be multiple different teams of Rangers she killed. So, I mean, what, I was but, to, what I was trying to ask you, so we don't spend too much time on Power Rangers, so we can uh, get to Logan. I was just going to say, what if, yeah, what if the Rangers that uh, died before were the original Rangers that we knew from back in the day. Like, how cool would that be if their little cameo in it is them in, like, a cryo chamber dead or, like, an old video Zordon shows of, like, these used to be the old Rangers, you're now the new Rangers. That'd be really cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kanan, what were your, yeah, I'm just saying that'd be pretty cool. Kanan, what were your thoughts on the Power Rangers trailer? Yeah, I saw the trailer when I first uh, woke up, and uh, I was immediately uh, pretty excited for it. I know last week uh, my excitement level was probably at a 7 or an 8. I think this probably took it to about a 9. And just because I felt like we got to see it a little bit more, uh, I loved the nods to the TV show, the It's Morphin' Time, um, the look of the suits. I uh, finally get to see Brian Cranston. Uh, the only thing I'm a little bit put back on, and I guess it's because I need to see a little bit more, and I didn't really get to hear her accent, but Rita, I'm still not really sold on her her her, her entire look. But I think I, I have faith in Elizabeth Banks because I think she'll deliver. But I'm still kind of iffy about that. 
But, I mean, one thing's for certain, this movie is going to explode overseas. I mean, it's definitely going to make uh, its money, and then we're probably definitely going to get a sequel, which, you know, hopefully will expand on the, the Green Ranger. And I'm sure Jason David Frank would probably love a cameo, um, you know, as, as, you know, a nod to the Green Ranger from the TV show. So it's uh, it, it definitely sold me. It will definitely be uh, a first weekend viewing um so yeah, I'm excited for it. Then of course another trailer came out, and my hype level went from a nine to about a fifteen. So <laughs> for another trailer, yeah, so we'll I, talk about that in a minute. But I think I think your response, um, that that last little bit that you added, will kind of be what Dane's thoughts are. <laughs> like Power Rangers trailer drop, and the real trailer drop with Logan. That's um, right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Dane, what are your thoughts on the Power Rangers trailer? You know, it's like going to, to, to TGIF Fridays, and they, they're just known for their appetizers. And uh, with Power Rangers, they were a great appetizer before a just ridiculous meal with Logan. But uh, Power Rangers, I'm looking forward to. You know, it's it, it looks good. It, it looks like uh, they're updating the old story that I, when I was seven that I watched on TV. So, hell yeah, I, I like the uh, dynamic they're going for. I'm just I'm c- kind of concerned, I will be honest with you. Um, I got a little bit of apprehensions, not because the trailers don't look good. I just know that this could either be an awesome franchise or this could be, you know, a similar situation to Transformers and, like, Ninja Turtles, and I really don't want that to happen, obviously. Um, It also looks like, and this is not really a uh, bad thing, like, the movie could be either, like, amazing and just, like, you know, innovating and different, uh, or it could be, like, a CW TV show that was probably meant for television. So, I need to see more. I like the cast involved. I like how they did stuff, like with Zordon. I thought that was really cool. Um, I like the costumes. I like kind of like how it's, uh, it's got like a Sony Spider-Man feel to it, almost like Amazing Spider-Man maybe, uh, and a lot of the other stuff to it. So we'll, we'll just have to see. But it was a really good trailer. Um, absolutely, absolutely. I think um, I completely agree with you. It does, and I'm not blinded by my love of Power Rangers, Dane, that I can't see. Um, exactly what you're saying because to be completely honest with you, the first Transformers movie, when that trailer dropped, I'm like, all right, this franchise is going to easily blow, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be amazing. All these movies are going to be great. And after the second one, I was like, they need to cut this cord now. So Power Rangers definitely can have the feel of a great trailer, but then we see it and we're like, eh, so I completely, I completely understand your point. Um, my nostalgia, I think, is just what, what's getting me so much. Um, but before I go into mine, Joel, what are your thoughts on the Power Rangers trip? Well, as compared to the first trailer that dropped during uh, was Comic Con? Uh, no, it was actually back in October or November that we had the first trailer. All right, yeah. well, they I waited. Was, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was, I wasn't, I liked it. But I wasn't overwhelmed by it. I was like, oh, it was all right. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people loved it, but um, I, I still felt it didn't feel like enough like the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. This trailer felt a lot like the Power Rangers. It looked like like a better version of what I saw as a kid, which is insane. Like those suits look legit good. Yeah, I didn't expect them to look that good in, in like live action. Mm-hmm. They look good. Rita looked good. You know, I, I've been dissing her her look <laughs> for the most part, but in the trailer, she looked good. Yeah. I was again surprised. I'm not exactly. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge fan of the the putties, the giant rock putties, but I, it makes sense for what they're trying to do with the movies. 
I was I liked what they did with the Zord. I like um, again the Megazord. I agree doesn't look all that great. I'm not a huge fan of the way they, the Megazord looks. But whatever. I mean, the whole trailer was really I was completely surprised. I love this ship. Mm-hmm. I love the way they made Zordon's head look like one of those face things. Like when you were a kid, you, you put your face. Put your it hand looks just like that. Yeah. yeah, the metal pin thing. Yeah. And I even liked Alpha Five, and all of a sudden people don't like the design. I didn't. Well, I don't love the design either, but. In the trailer, he was good, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was, and the actors do fine for what they're doing. So yeah. I was, I really enjoyed the trailer. Yeah. So, there you go. I mean, um, yeah, no, like I said, I completely agree. Uh, my take on it is, um, I want to start by saying this: for everything you showed us in the trailer, you now have made it to where you can't drop another trailer. You cannot, because then what you do then is you give us the entire movie. From the first trailer that we got that gave us literally nothing but um, a breakfast club type of feel to where this gave us, like, all right, this is what this movie is going to be about. You now can never show another trailer. Super Bowl comes. If you want to drop a little trailer for the Super Bowl, it has to be what we've already seen in this trailer. Um, so, But into my thoughts on the movie, I love the suit. I, I so love the suit. Um, I love Brian Cranston as Zordon. A lot of people thought, like, I know I was watching Collider. I know a lot of people on that panel thought it was just, like, Brian Cranston being Brian Cranston. But I think that's because we've seen Brian Cranston in so much stuff that it's, like, yeah, they they didn't. They also didn't like Power Rangers. I think that was when they had Michael Rappaport on yeah, there. Who they was like, shitting on it. They don't like anything. Uh, they didn't like anything superheroes or anything. Um, but, no, I, I thought it was a really great trailer. Again, the Rangers did it for me. Only I had a, a few bad things. Um, Bill Hader isn't selling me as Alpha. We only saw a little bit, as Joel was telling me, so I need to give it a chance. So I won't really go into that much dislike on it because he's absolutely correct. We heard him say, like, three things. So I'll hone that back a little bit. Um, another thing I didn't like, I don't like that they're super strong outside of – in their suits, but Joel gave me another great point. Um, you have these putties that are huge rock creatures. So, like, you're not using Taekwondo on these huge rock creatures. You need something that you can actually go up against. Um, so, I, I'll, give, I'll give you that, but I wasn't a fan of that. I also, and the biggest thing, I wasn't a fan that at no point did we see a morpher. It looks like they don't have a morpher. You just say it. Like, you have a coin on you, and you just say it, and you morph. I, I, we don't know, but it looks like they stepped in the circle, they said it's morphing time, and the suit came on. We don't know what they do outside yeah. of it. We don't know what they do outside of it. I completely give you that. Um, and my last little tidbit on it is I thought the best possible thing they could have done to make that trailer pop was when Rita was walking down the street summoning up her clay putties. I thought it would have it would have hit uh, they would have scored a touchdown if they had her walking with her putty and then you see the Rangers looking like all beaten and battered and then she goes what can you do to stop me and then Jason <laughs> just pulls out his morpher and then he just looks at everyone they pull it out and then he just goes it's morphing time I don't know that that doesn't happen but if it does I called it um, but. I think that's what was missing from uh, that trailer that would have really put it over the edge. But I do like, and something no one really mentioned, I saw Goldar look badass. Yeah, that's he did. Goldar. I thought 
thought Goldar looked really badass. Yeah. And I, I like, I also love the humor in this. Uh-huh. I love how, because it's not that. supposed to be super serious. I love how when they're in the water and they're all lighting up, the one guy's like, I'm black. And then the black kid's like, no, you're not. And he's like, I am. I love that. I, I love the feel of that. Um, it, it gives you the, the old nostalgia feeling of how jokey and campy the original Power Rangers were. Um, but like I said, I didn't want to get too far into it. We already spent too much time uh, with Power Rangers. Oh, Dane, I will let you headline uh, the Logan trailer before we get into our first caller. I'll let you headline the um, Logan trailer. Oh, I'm going to headline the shit out of this trailer. My lord. <laughs> awesome <laughs> fucking trailer. You know, I, I I really appreciate how much work it seems uh, James Manigold's putting into this project. Uh, maybe I shouldn't get my hopes up, obviously, because of trailers. Uh, that's like that with anything, though. But these trailers for this movie have really made it go from being a superhero trailer to looking like an indie film. Like a like uh, I, one of my favorite movies this last year was Hell or High Water. It was a modern western, and it definitely has that type of feel. And just seeing what like certain parts of it uh, reminded me kind of like uh, Terminator Two almost. Like with him leading the little girl at the beginning of it, uh, just came in that type of feel. But just later on, I think the biggest shot is that shot where we finally get to see Wolverine cut loose a little bit, which does not, besides X, uh, X-Men 2, doesn't really normally happen like that. And during it, all of a sudden X-23 jumps off his back and starts fucking up some motherfuckers. So I thought that was awesome. I thought it was just balls to the wall crazy. The first trailer made me realize it was it was uh, Hugh Jackman's uh, last movie, and I think the first time I, I maybe even like had a tear in my eye. This one was just much more a representation that, yeah, it's going to be a deep movie, but it's going to have like a lot of aggression and action, and, and, and I was very happy by it. I was uh, excited. I don't know how uh, they're going to get Hugh Jackman to come back and do a Deadpool movie, but I really think they are even after this. I just want to know... If we fall in love with X-23, if there's a way to get her, since, I mean, at this point, who gives a fuck about the continuity and the timeline? If there's a way to get her to modern times with Deadpool and be able to be a part of all this, because she looks like she's going to steal the movie. Unless it all sucks and these trailers just look really cool. Well, I will say this, Dane, and then I'll get into our first caller. I, um, I spoke to someone who went to that event last year, who saw the first 40 minutes. And that's why I posted it. Um, I went back and told Will because he was trying to say I didn't say it. So I showed him. I had posted it around, like, December 2nd. Um, the guy the guy that I spoke to that saw it said not only is this movie going to deliver, but she is easily the greatest part in X-Men history from the first really? 40 minutes I saw. Yeah. He said, he said the feeling that you got from L in Stranger Things yes. kind of heightened that 30,000 tenfold. I don't know if that makes it, sense. It, but he's it looks like a movie that could be, you know, in that top tier, Juwan. Like, you know, it, it, that's so good it could be up there with like a Captain America uh, Winter Soldier or Avengers or Dark Knight. Like have that type of quality to it. I agree. And he, and he said the feel that he got was that this movie could break the mold for being nominated for something because right. it doesn't, he said, it doesn't feel like a superhero movie. Right. Like, if you right. didn't know that this was the X-Men universe, you'd watch this and go, 
how the fuck is this not nominated for something? And that was just from the first hey, 40 minutes. If so, Deadpool uh, gets some nominations, man, you know, anything's possible at this it point. It opens the door. It opens the door. For, so if Fox is sitting back like, hey, Marvel, never giving it to you guys. Come it's, on. it's never happening, Kevin Feige. What We're doing Never get nominated. <laughs> um, but let's get into our first caller. Um, Jack, you there? Hello. Hello. I heard that. Hello. I heard that. Hello. Hello. All right, we'll we'll get back to him. Um. All right, so let's let's keep this pushing. Uh, Joel, what were your thoughts on the Logan trailer? Logan trailer, the second trailer. Yes, the second Fan, trailer. Fantastic. Fan. Fantastic. Um. Uh. uh like it was the I I feel it was the better of the two trailers that dropped between Power Rangers and Logan. Not because Power Rangers was surprisingly, was surprisingly good. Yes. Logan was, we already knew it was good, and now, like, it reinforced the fact that we got more of Laura. So I really look forward to seeing more of the kid and Logan do their thing. And that what, what we don't know. I, I know they, they mentioned what year it was, or at least how far into the future it is. Mm-hmm. To the point where they have comic books based on the X Men in the X Men world, which is pretty cool. You get to see like there's a myth, uh, there's a myth. The X Men are a legend now, and you even got a little sneak in the comic with him wearing a costume, so that there might be history of Logan wearing a costume in that world during that time, possibly. You know? Right. So I, I I really enjoyed the trailer. It was a good trailer. I missed the Tiny Cash song from the, the last trailer. But I thought this, this one hit this, even harder. This song's really good, but I really yeah. I love the Johnny Cash song. Oh, yeah. Song. yeah. That, Not, that, nothing over that, over that, any, that song represented that world so well. It's, it was Absolutely. ridiculous. But, yeah, I mean, Wolverine is one of my favorite superheroes. To see mm. him get this kind of justice for Hugh Jackman, quote, unquote, last time, right. I'm super proud of it. And I'm, I'm, I give Fox mad credit. Well, let me ask you this. Since you said you're you're a huge Wolverine fan, how upset are you that it's taken a decade for this? Very. Yeah. <laughs> Very upset yeah. that it took this long to get Logan at least somewhat right. And I'm so upset we still haven't got at least a version of that costume. Of that costume. You know? But like you said, uh, yeah. it was in the comics, so obviously they've seen it before they or they wouldn't have been right. able to, right. to illustrate it into that's the a, comics. That's a good point. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll so, see. Deadpool? Bring, bring Hugh Jackman back. Hey, I feel like Ryan could get him to do it. But let's go back to our callers. Jack, can you hear me? Hello? Hello? All right. Um, Kanan, what was your thoughts on the Logan trailer? Yeah, I'd have to agree with, uh, with Dane. Uh, it definitely was the $100... Filet uh, Mignon uh, trailers. It was, uh, I think I tweeted James Mangold and Hugh Jackman probably like 20 times telling them that they just hit a home run with that trailer. Uh, I even talked to Paul Sheary with JoeBlow.com on Twitter, and I was telling him that I felt like the trailer alone, that this movie looked like it'd be better than the first three X Men films. And he told me that the first 40 minutes that they saw was better than any X Men that he's ever seen. So this movie definitely is going to have to live up to the hype, and I think it will. I think uh, if you didn't see the Red Band trailer, then you're definitely missing out. Uh, I think it was a good choice to make this a rated R movie so that uh, Logan can go uh, hardcore one last time, and it's a proper send-off for Hugh Jackman. 
Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And you know what the funniest thing is? From what I've seen so far, you know, of course, from this trailer that was just dropped, it doesn't even seem like it was rated R for Logan. It seems like it's rated R for this little girl. Um, it looks like she's literally ripping apart people. Um, and honestly, the way I look at it, and I'll pass it on to um, to Gerald, I look at it, I hold the scene where she comes out of the building, drops her backpack, and walks slowly up to him. I hold that up to that point where Elle um, saves that kid from jumping off the cliff, and she's just, like, slowly walking, and she, she broke the guy's arm with her mind. It was just, that was so much, that was so, so much, you know, suspense, and it was so, so much, uh, like, built up in that one moment that you were just like, holy shit, this little girl's a badass. See, I think she does have the foot claws. You remember that scene where Xavier's in a chair with the guards with the guns on his head, and you yeah. see her trying to make her way yeah. to what it looked like to him? Right. I think when she's doing that, she's using her claws not only in her hands, but her feet to stop her from just flying back. Okay. Um, so she might use it. I think if we see it, so. I think if we see it, It'll be where, um, in that work scene where they're both mm-hmm. fighting through guys, uh, I think she'll have a funny moment with Logan where, mm-hmm. like, he'll see it come out of her foot, and he'll just be like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> and then, like, she'll, like, smirk or something, just start ripping guys apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really love this trailer because, like I said, like Dane said, I'm sorry, um, it's an indie scene yeah. where you don't think it's a superhero film unless you know of the X-Men world. Um, and like I said, it gives me a feel that the Dark Knight did, mm-hmm. where it's like, strip away the name Batman. Right. This movie was so iconic uh, because uh, it's not a superhero feel. Right. You don't feel like you're inside a comic book. Right. You feel like this is the real world with real consequences mm-hmm. and what could actually happen out there. This trailer gave me the feel of strip X-Men, strip Logan. It stripped the CGI. It feels like something real. And that's something we don't usually get in superhero movies. And that's why I think this movie deserves at least acknowledgement, if not uh, an opportunity to possibly be nominated. And I don't know what what other films come out this year, but I think this... From the look of it. No, no, I'm saying as far as what will be in the Oscar mention. Oh, yeah. Um, I think this should at least get a nod uh, for oh, best film. I would hope so. You know, if it's, it's as, good as, as good as what we've seen from this trailer and what I heard the first 40 minutes were, it should at least be considered. Um, do you want to one more, say I want to say one more thing. The trailer also gave you a, uh, a grown man with a little girl. Is that what that? Lone wolf and cub feel. Yeah. All right. So, and I'm, I, I just, I have a daughter now. She's like a newborn. She's like, like mm-hmm. 10 weeks old. And I want to one day watch this movie with my daughter. <laughs> right. In my head and say, this could be us. <laughs> like, like, well, <laughs> let's go rip the down. So, I, I really, I just had to say that because it just, I, it's something maybe for like, as a kid, for a kid to look up and like, like, I love Wolverine. Maybe my daughter will grow up loving the next one year, and I don't know that. And it's really cool to have that for her, you know? Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I mean, yeah, let's go to uh no, listen, that was a great point you brought up. Yeah. Um she'll probably definitely be an X Hunter fan so. from this we'll movie. Um yeah. Harold, what were your thoughts on the Wolverine trailer? Um, well, with both trailers, um 
the first trailer, to me, it made it seem like it was a post-apocalyptic world because we do hear, you know, Wolverine say, like, listen, all the mutants are gone. But then <clears throat> after you get all through the sadness of the first trailer, you see the second trailer, which is much more action-packed. And you see the second trailer, and, you know, it starts off with her, you know, basically shoplifting to be, it looks like, you know, a thing of Pringles. And it seems like the world is normal, but all the mutants are just just dead or, you know, died out. My my theory with, with this world is I believe, you know, Wolverine and Charles Xavier had a lot to do with the mutants going extinct, like, because there's a scene in both trailers where you see, like, the professor's psych waves leaving his head. So he could have, you know, you know, did that and basically brain fried all the mutants. Because there's well, no mention of Gene or Scott or anybody else that in the movie. But the yeah, way they're yeah. doing... Um, yeah, let, let, let me interject for just one second. They did say that the guys that were looking for X-23... Um, their purpose, from what I heard, I could I could be wrong, but from what I heard, they were saying their purpose is to find and exterminate all mutants. Um, so that that's why we don't see mutants. Now, I will, to your point, say the reason why we don't see or hear about the actual X Men could be maybe Charles and Wolverine, uh, not Charles, but Wolverine maybe killed them like he did in the comic, which you could still hold true to. The X-Men, the X-Men, I'm sorry. Um, which you could still hold true to because I think that scene where he's wiping down his claws and you see his knuckles are, like, sore, I think it's because he hasn't used his claws in years. The, the healing powers from exactly, his healing powers have, have diminished a little bit exactly. from what they used to be. So you could go with the story of um, he was hypnotized in the comic, like in the comic, to kill the, you know, the team. Um, yeah. <laughs> the team, and um, he went off to exile. Uh, you could literally still follow that that uh, that way of the comic um, by by staying true to that. You could probably, do that. They're probably still holding a, holding a lot back. So. Right, but I I did want it. Only reason I stopped you, Joe, was to let you know that the guys that were looking for X twenty three, it was said that their job was to hunt and exterminate for that could be why that or it could be Genosha exists in this world. Gerald, <laughs> stop it. You can't introduce something sexy like that if this is like the last that, But you have to you have to you have to think about this though. With movies like this, okay, there's no mutants. Okay, because the first the first and second trailer do start off, I think, in what Mexico? He's in like the Mexico border. So yes, Genosha could exist. In this universe, well, okay, United States, okay, we're done, you know, protecting these mutants. We need them out of we 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 need them out of our world. And Magneto, you know, we hopefully, if if I'm right, hopefully we'll see a scene, maybe a post-credit scene, or maybe a flashback to where, okay, Magneto goes, you know what? I'm going to make a safe haven for my you know my brethren and my sisters. So I'm going to create Genosha, and then that's when you know we can get the Pietro and the Scarlet Witch because there is, you know, there's a contract that both Fox and Disney can use those characters. So, I mean, with that trailer, 
it could just be, you know, Wolverine and, you know, X-23 and Charles. They're probably like the last mutants in the United States. Or maybe there's some are, that are in hiding. But what, what, what would be the twist is that the people that are hunting mutants are mutants themselves. That would be a big twist that came, you know, upon the movie. But in other words, like, the trailer was just fantastic. Though. Like, it, it's, X-23 is going to be something to mess with. And I hope that, you know, this isn't her, her first and last, you know, movie in this franchise. So, you know, hopefully, if Hugh Jackman is done, hopefully they'll bring her on to take the role as, you know, Wolverine. Because, you know, she is the female Wolverine. So, I mean, hopefully we can, we can see more of her. Maybe she can grow with the company and actually see an adult version of her in the next couple of years. And she can bring out the leather suit. So that that would be pretty dope, though. Definitely. Um, let's get into, we actually have a caller. Let's get into our, our first caller. Um, what's going on? You're live with Peacock. Who are we talking with? You don't have to answer the phone. <laughs> Hello? 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 Are we talking about old man Logan? <laughs> yes, we are, sir. <laughs> okay. So, I just wanted to say, it, like, versus the title and the movie, how, like, upset are people? I don't I don't think people are that upset. I, I, I think hardcore fans know that, um... Fox and Marvel aren't working together, so you can't do the full old man Logan story. So I think if you're a hardcore fan, you're you're okay with the fact that we're even getting this. So you, you've accepted oh. it. I haven't accepted it. I was pretty upset about Civil War. <laughs> Mark Miller is, like, my favorite Marvel writer, so, like, Civil War and, Mar- and uh, old man Logan are pretty much upsetting me right now. <laughs> so, I don't know. The movie I, I can was good, like as a separate title. Why didn't they just title it something different? Like maybe like I don't know a little bit of a separate title. I don't know. It is pretty separate. It's not called Old Man Logan. Yeah. It's called Logan. Is yeah, it? it's the adaptation. It is called Old Man Logan, Logan. But he, what did he do? He tweeted it as what did he tweet it as? He teased us with Old Man Logan. He did. He did. But he I mean, did. I, I, I think as fans, we have to start start to understand we'll never get an exact rip from the comic. Mm-hmm. I don't think that will ever happen. Never. I think the closest yeah, we've ever gotten close. the closest we've ever gotten, I'd say, is Blade, the first Blade. That's the closest to the comics we've ever got. Not even. That's no one. Okay, that was pretty amazing. I'm not gonna lie about it. Close. I thought Watchmen was pretty close. They, they prepared Blade for that. Really? Yeah, Blade was like Wait, four. what about Spawn? Spawn was Spawn, Someone. yeah, for for what they could do, because Spawn couldn't be Spawn right. with that first uh, carnation of a movie. Right. Like, the Spawn we know is a lot worse than what we saw That's true. They, in that they movie. Held back. They're, they're making held another back. one. McFarlane said they're making another one. I don't know what that's going to be like. But they want to, yeah. They want to, but I think the best thing uh, McFarlane should do is make it a Netflix series, where Netflix will let you completely make it as crazy as you want. Money. I, I agree with the one. one that will make it that way. That's why I want them to make Red Hood, but that's a whole different story. So I don't, I just don't know. Old Man Logan is just, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's Mark, the fangirl in me. I just don't want, they could have just named it something else. I don't know. I got, I got problems I with did. it. 
Well, I mean, they really upset me in like 50 different ways, and I feel like that's what's going to happen to old man Logan. And Mark Miller's getting raped again. That's all I'm saying. Well, see, see, listen, I don't, I don't blame you too much because when I saw Batman Begins, the introduction of the League of of Assassins, that was horrible. That was the League of Shadows. I'm sorry, that was horrible. That and that, and then what we now. I will say Liam Neeson was amazing as Ray Shaw Gould. Yeah, I like it. But the story behind the league was horrible. Right. And you made us think that we were getting the actual league, mm-hmm. and it was nothing near. So I kind of understand your skepticism of, like, you you know what the actual story is, and mm-hmm. it's straying away from it. But mm-hmm. like I said, we do have to understand that moving forward, we will never get a comic yeah. accurate movie. Especially Old Man Logan. It just might be as a reader, maybe. Maybe. Right. Yeah, no, no, reader. I understand. You got to separate the reader from the viewer yeah. at this point. Yeah, you're exactly. Not get yeah. Because in yeah, these but movies. There's no like, one think that. Yeah, but there's no one think Watchmen was pretty close to the comic. I mean, yeah. it was almost. No, Watchmen was pretty like, so much the most accurate. Watchmen was yeah. actually shockingly close to very, the comic. Very, very close. And I didn't think. Fox was ever gonna let it. Um, not Fox. Who? Who? Uh, who Warner was the Brothers. Studio? Warner Brothers. I'm sorry. Right. I didn't think they would have been able to make that movie as dark and gritty as they did. As they got caught in the costumes exactly. and those visuals. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> I will say this: if not for Watchmen, we wouldn't have the Batman Ben Affleck that we do now. Probably not. They wouldn't have Thank allowed you. that Batman to be as pretty as it is if not for Watchmen. And so, I remember watching that thinking to myself, I'm like, I can't, why can't I get a Batman that can fight like Night Exactly, Owl? right? Now I got or it. Be as, <laughs> be as much of a detective yeah, as Rorschach. Rorschach. Exactly. You've never had a detective Batman. Exactly. I want that. And it's like Zack Snyder created the blueprint for a perfect Batman. He mm-hmm. still needs to figure out what a perfect Superman or a perfect movie is. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's another story. Um, but was there anything else you would like to add on uh, the Logan trailer? Did you like Did you like X twenty three or any anything else from it? No, I really I really enjoyed that part. Like she kicked ass, and like the whole thing was great. I just I just like I'm a story whore. I know, excuse the language. Like I don't know, I'm a backstory whore, and I get really upset about. You don't understand. I could rant about Civil War for like forty five minutes, and believe me, Kanan knows about it. Uh, <laughs> I have ranted about it forever, and like I think I went on that rant about Old Man Logan. It looks really good as like a whole separate movie, and <clears throat> I think they used Professor X in uh, Hawkeye's position, maybe, um, for the movie part. It looks good as a separate movie. I think it'll be good. I just, I guess, like as a reader, I just do that maybe, but I think it'll be a good movie. Yeah, no, I absolutely. Just, uh, I think it'll be a great movie, but like you said before, they're using elements and they're just replacing them. Like X twenty three, we know is obviously the replacement of Baby Hulk. Um, exactly. You know the little, the little baby that he has and his little baby to banner. Right. That's that's what X twenty three is going to be. And if I can be completely honest with you, I love that page. I love the fact that we have X twenty only because Lady quote-unquote Lady Deathstrike that we got from X-Men oh. United, um, x Men or whatever. Was bad. <laughs> I'm not that was that. Even though that lady did a good job, that was horribly written for her character. 
I don't know why Wolverine always got beat up in those movies. I never understood always that. I never up. understood that. So that was horrible. So now we're getting a great um, portrayal of a, a counterpart of Wolverine. And I think this is the best time to do it. And this is the best story to place it in. That makes the most sense. So like I said, I'm, I understand. And I will be honest. I had that same beef with Civil War. But we also have Thank to remember <laughs> Civil War was telling two different stories. So that's well, why we weren't going to get Disney and we can actually show the emotion. So I'm going to go with that. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, I was with you. I would have liked it if we had a more, because there was no reason why we couldn't have that scene with the guy uh, who uh, overuses power that blew up uh, a school bus. We could have taken a school bus out and had like a regular bus where it had adults, <laughs> adults yeah, in it, yeah. kids being blown up. <laughs> they did do a decent job. They did. they did. But we could have had a more accurate portrayal of that. You know what I'm saying? They should have killed um, Captain America. Oh, I'm no. not I'm not gonna say well, that. I'm the not next gonna say movie, that. like they could at least not use the poop joke at the end and uh <laughs> what what was you it? Know. What was it? Tony Stank or they, something like or, that? Well it should have been they're not arresting Captain America, they're arresting Tony Stark. No, it was a, it was Tony Stank. No, I mean they're arresting uh Captain, they're arresting um, Steve Rogers. No, it was a Tony Stank joke. It was a poop joke. That was a little bit yeah. off the. Uh, yeah, I've noticed that Stan Lee's cameos have become more and more out there mm-hmm. as far as like. It was a poop I, joke, yeah. I have to find a way to get Stan Lee in here. I know, I'll throw him in a strip Man. club for this. I got to get, get Stan Lee in this movie. I know, I'll have him deliver packages to Iron Man. Um, you guys make me want to watch Civil War right now. <laughs> Cheers. It's a little bit emotional. They made it a poop joke. That's all I'm saying about yeah, Civil I'll War. Give that. I'll give you that. <laughs> but, um, definitely stay. Um, I'm I'm gonna go into our next caller, but stay on for our our, our next couple of topics. Anything you wanna? Uh, thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. I so don't we got a shit. We got a couple of callers. Um, what's going on? You're live with Geek Vibes. Who are we talking to? Hello? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me this time? Yeah, we can hear you. What's going on? All right. Oh, shit, not much. Um, so we're talking on Logan's flow, right? Yes. All right. I, I don't really have too much thoughts on this, on this trailer, because I'm not the biggest X-Men um, fan as far as the comics. They're all pretty much, in my opinion, subpar. And I know I'll get a lot of hate for that, but it's just how I see it. But I do like how where most of the movies, and you guys were talking about this with Power Rangers, now they reveal the entire movie, and they seem to have been guiding the trailers without revealing too much. And I really like that, because I can go into the movie and still be mind-blown. Yeah, I appreciate that. Too. I mean, I always said when Civil War dropped, because we, we always forget this, and this is, I give Marvel so much credit for this. Civil War only dropped one trailer. One. And in that one trailer, everyone goes, oh, you keep showing the airport scene, you're showing us so much. When we saw that movie, there was so much shit. shit at that airport. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was only one no, trailer. It was a Spider-Man trailer. Later. No, no, but I'm saying the first trailer that they dropped, remember, was a teaser. Yeah. And then they had the official trailer with Spider-Man, okay. and then the rest were TV spots. Right. So no one usually does that. Right. Where they drop a teaser, 
a first trailer. It was a long and then scene. It wasn't just like a... yeah. It was no. Remember, it was um. You heard them chanting in the background, right, right. And it didn't show much. It showed the two teams. Super Bowl spot, right? right. Yeah. yeah. And then there was the official oh. trailer. So yeah. But um, Jack, was there anything else you wanted to add about uh, either the Logan yeah. show or the? Uh, the X-23 thing, you guys are talking about the foot claws, and I really think that they're going to come out in this movie because you see straight from the beginning when she drops her bag that a lot of her action is aerial. Like you said, that moment was so powerful because she immediately came out flipping and cutting throats. So I think, and then her next scene was going over Logan. So I think she's going to end up coming over in the air and taking out the foot claws out of nowhere. And it's going to be one scene, and it's going to be like, wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I completely agree. And I also um, like that, um, the, like I was reading an article um, earlier about how they were saying this is like uh, its own universe. It's not meant to be set in uh, any other X-Men universe yeah. because they wanted to give him a blank slate being it's his last movie. Um, but yeah. if they kept thinking of Western styles and style of movies like The Wrestler and Unforgiven that fit the character. They stopped trying to make the character fit the script and move the script around the character. Which is going to make yeah. it really, really um, accurate and powerful at the same time. And you could tell that, like, all the way from uh, the fact that they're in the desert, there's no mutants, just them, um, how he throws down the X-Men comic and he's, like, going back over what really happened. So it, you'll get nods to the comic books, but more, it's just uh, uh, um, an action drama. And that's why, like you were saying, this might be the, the one that breaks the mold and gets a nomination. I think, it, I think it'll deserve one. I, I hope think so. it'll deserve Jackman one. Jackman deserves it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it's an amazing trailer. Amazing trailer. Um, but, Jack, definitely stick around because we're going to get into some DC talk. For sure, for sure. All right. Thank you for calling, man. All right. So let's get into movie news. Woo! We spent a lot of time on Fairly Talk, almost, almost a full hour. Too much time. Um, but it was also good that we got two or three callers. That was amazing. Um, so let's start movie news. We're going to start with something that has been irritating me since I heard it. I was going to start with Green Lantern. I was going to start with Green Lantern. <laughs> But now Joel's telling me positive vibes only. Um, but I'm going to start with um, Shazam news. It was reported that Shazam was greenlit for a solo along with Black Adam getting his solo also. It was also announced, I can't remember his name, but we have a writer um, who's working on the script. Um, he wrote the script. He's writing the script for the Shazam movie. Um, uh, Joel's looking up the name for me. Um, let me start off by saying this is possibly the most desperate move I've ever seen in movie history. You literally have a talk with The Rock two weeks ago, and now he's getting his own. You know what this reminds me of, Joel? What was the conversation we had when I when I went? I think Deadshot would be good having his own solo with Will Smith. Remember how you exactly you scoffed at me? You're like, oh, that's that bullshit. He doesn't have his own solo. Now. We're giving something at Black Adam, but you're going to say okay. that's a good idea. 
But remember what I said. I said I understood your problem with it. I just said there's no way you sign Will Smith on, and it was never brought up that he's getting a solo. It doesn't shock me that The Rock's getting a solo. It's just useless and dumb. Shazam, Black Adam, Cyborg. Three characters in a DC universe that don't need a solo movie. They aren't solo characters. There's not, like, to me, Billy being a kid and then saying Shazam and becoming Shazam, that works perfectly when you're alongside the Justice League. That works perfectly if you're alongside Superman. Dane, we had this conversation last week or the week before. Shazam and Black Adam should have been introduced, either introduce Black Adam in Justice League 1 or 2, or you introduce Shazam and Black Adam in a Superman story where um, Black Adam... Okay, so the, the, the writer's name is, is Henry Gates, um, who's actually writing the script for uh, Shazam. He wrote Earth to Echo. He wrote Earth to Echo, which was actually a pretty good movie. Pretty good movie. It's, a pretty, it's, it's adorable. It's like a little kid's movie. Well, there you kinda. go. Yeah, it's pretty good. Shazam. Um, but I just think these two movies are unnecessary, and I think this is DC's way of going. Both, something movies, are needs to, both movies are unnecessary. Shazam? Shazam is unnecessary. Let me give you the equivalent. Shazam getting his own movie is just like Hawkeye getting his own movie. But not I mean, many I'll, people. I would have took a Hawkeye movie, but I'm just saying. No, I agree. I agree. I would have taken it, but not a lot of people know about this character. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people are going to line up to want to see this character. However great your trailer could be, it's just not a character that's strong enough to have his own movie. Now, I, I, I'd, I'd give you that. <laughs> now, what I'd say if Black Widow and Hawkeye paired up, that's the movie you can easily sell. Right. So if you're telling me Shazam and Black Adam are in a, a combined movie, that I, I'd say you can sell me on. And I'd even go with Dane for saying you can easily place Channing Tatum in as Shazam and get that huge box office draw of Channing Tatum. Still open in my opinion. And, and <laughs> you know, The Rock is Black Adam. As a combined movie, that, that's what... Warner Brothers would be pulling up to the bank to get truckloads of cash from that. I don't believe but he won't two be. Two separate movies? I don't want to see that shit. That is so boring. But, um, Dane, what are your thoughts on the news of the Shazam and Black Adam solo film? What you want? This is not Dane. This is actually The Rock. And The Rock doesn't give a goddamn <laughs> what you think about his film. <laughs> Black Adam will come out there and whoop some candy ass all over Canada and the USA, everywhere the Justice League. All the way la, 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 to the box office. Uh, but no, <laughs> seriously. Um, I think it's fucking stupid. Uh, all right, here, here's my reactionary concept with DC. I was going to shift because they're reactionary, you know, and I'm a huge DC fan, so I want this to go successful, and I try to explain this. When we start giving movies, going ahead like, all right, well, they, they really like Harley Quinn, let's make a Sirens movie, or, or, you know, maybe a Deadshot movie too. These are characters that... The, the general public don't know that well, and all of a sudden you're like, all right, fuck it. Actually, not only a Shazam movie, but a Black Adam movie, too. Maybe beforehand. Because he's the villain. That makes sense, right? Like, seriously, what the fuck is DC doing? Are there dolphins that, like, bounce balls into place, and they have, like, sentences on the fucking balls, and when they put together something, that's what they go for, for, like, a concept for a movie? Like, I... It drives me absolutely crazy about this. Like, fine, if you're going to do it, that's fine. If you want to appease a rock, I'm really excited about him being Black Adam. 
but I really think that you should just have this in one movie. And I do think that the smartest thing to do would be to make him the villain for the next Superman movie, get involved with Lex Luthor, introduce the Rockets Black Adam, have Billy Batson somewhere in there, and then that leads you to a Shazam movie. And you can do that right afterwards. There's no reason to split this property with two different things. You're just basically banking on the fact that the, the Rock will sell Black Adam as a character. And you got it. Even though The Rock might have been the highest paid actor this last year, remember a movie called Hercules he was in? It's, it's yeah. not always bankable. You know, I, I like mean, it's, he's not. It, it yeah. was a good movie, but I'm just saying, like, as even though he's one head box office guy, he's not always 100% to throw a franchise on. And then you're going to have to hope with Shazam that you have someone big enough to be able to get people there. Because, all right, we're all comic fans. I know who Shazam is, I know who Black Adam is, I know their, their, their backstory and everything like that. Will the general public give a shit about any of that stuff? That's what you have to realize. You have to sell all that stuff to them. So I think that splitting it off and trying to make two films is just a bad idea all in general. Sorry for, sorry for getting emotional. I feel the clumps right now. A little, a little sad. <laughs> so I was about to get emotional, but let's, let's get Jack's take on um, the Shazam and, and Black Adam solos. <coughs> um, actually, I'm sorry. I clicked on Nick. Uh, Nick, what, what's going on, buddy? What's up, guys? How y'all doing? We are doing good. Good to have you. Um, we're start, Give us your thoughts on um, the Black Adam Shazam solo films. Here's my thing. If you're going to do it, okay, that's that's fine. Like, I, I will buy my ticket. I will go see it. It's, like, it's in the universe. I'm going to go see it. So there's that. Uh, you need to keep a low budget. You need to do it like Deadpool. You need to keep a low budget, you need to tell a good story, and you need to um, market it extremely well. And I think this is, if I had to guess, I would say this is absolutely another reactionary sense from DC to say, well, Deadpool did really well, and, and people don't, like, general movie-going audiences don't know Deadpool, like, didn't really know him, so maybe we can do this with The Rock and just market it really well and, and, and make this work, and we'll do it on a low budget, and it, it'll make us a, bun- a bunch of money. And it's like, I, I don't think you understand that Deadpool was a flash-in-the-pan success. Like, that doesn't happen often. That does, it doesn't happen very often at all. And so I, I, I do kind of agree with Dane. I think that it can kind of. work, but it, you got to fucking hit the – you got to hit every little nuance that Deadpool hit. you got to keep a low budget. you got to fucking get The Rock to fucking be on board with taking a pay cut to fucking make it a low budget. You gotta fucking hit the marketing out of the park. You gotta tell a great story. You gotta have great characters within this story. Like that's a lot of things to get right to make this movie work and I feel like with so many other properties out there that they could tap into, I don't know if that's the one I would go with. Um as far as a Shazam movie, I'm all on board with this Shazam movie. I think the fact that you have a um you know, of what, a 10-year-old kid who, like, transforms into Shazam and everything, like, that that in and of itself is a great um, basis 
as far as where we've evolved into an acceptance of comic book movies as far as a general movie-going audience. Um, I think that in itself is a great thing. And, if, and like you said, Jawan, if you put, uh, you know, that in and of itself and then you have to rock the main presence in that movie – um, and you cast somebody with the gravitas of, say, a Channing Tatum, or at least the box office draw of, say, a Channing Tatum, uh, you're going to have success. Like, that breed, that, to me, spells success. Um, but splitting it into two movies, like, ooh, you are fucking rolling the dice and hoping that, like, you hit everything just right and hoping that you make money. And, like, it... I mean, I, I'm hoping that it'll work. I I, I just, it's, it, man, did, I feel like DC just doesn't know what they want to do. They don't know, like, where exactly they want to go. They're just, they're just trying different things. And it's like, man, like, all of this should be happening behind the scenes. And yeah. then we should, like, delve into other things. And, and also, Jawan, like, I agree with you, like, nobody needs a fucking cyborg movie. I mean, like, when they first announced the timeline and they were like, we're going to do a cyborg movie, I was like, why? <laughs> like, well, wait, let, let, like, let, let me get into that really quick before I pass it off to um to Joel and Jack. I mainly said there's no there's no reason to do a cyborg movie because he doesn't have a villain outside of Gizmo. <laughs> like, you remember Gizmo from oh, Teen Gizmo Titans? From- yeah. So it's like Cyborg doesn't have a villain. You'd have to create a villain. You'd have to, or you could do Grid, but you'd have to create then Grid, and then it's just like you're doing too much. Just, no, saying, just make him, a, just make him and Dick Grayson the leader of the Titans, and just make their movie like, hey, this is Cyborg. We just worked with them, and then like Dick's like, hey, what's up? I knew Batman, and then you set them up in a fucking Titans movie, and they make a team like. And they can be the main. Nightwing, like, Rise of Titans, god damn it. <laughs> I mean, you know what? And this is literally the last thing I'm going to say, and I'm passing to Joel. If this animated movie of Judas Contract does well, which usually the, the DC animated movies usually do, I can see you introducing Nightwing in uh, Ben Affleck's The Batman, and then from there, you doing a Judas Contract with Joe Manganiello as your Deathstroke, and whoever you get is uh, Nightwing, and you introduce Cyborg, and introduce in It'll that be world. You introduce yeah. in that world him recruiting a Beast Boy. You could easily have him look on a file, just like <clears throat> Batman did. That, but I, I'm just saying, you could have him be looking into getting a team of his own, where you, he finds a Beast Boy, a Starfire, and a Raven, and he goes and gets Cyborg to take him off of the Justice League, where he shouldn't can be. Um, Martian Manhunter should be in that spot. Um, and you in, you introduce the Titans and start a new universe with that. But Joel, I'm I'm so sorry for so much of your time. Um, what are your thoughts on the Shazam Black Adam solo film? All right, let me breathe. Um, <laughs> so tell me again why you don't like the idea of like of Black Adam and Shazam. It doesn't matter what you think, Joan. I walk right in. <laughs> All right, so my, my issue, I, I don't care. Like, this does not affect me at all. The idea that it's a Shazam and a Black Adam movie is not really that surprising at all. Is it necessary? No. 
I don't need to see a Black Adam solo film. Like, I don't really need to see a Shazam solo film. I'm actually more interested in the Black Adam character than I am the, Sh- the Shazam character. Absolutely. And that's only because of the fact that Shazam is basically a Superman ripoff, just with, like, power, uh, magic, magical powers. Yeah. Right, but he also has the same color set as the Flash and the giant mm-hmm. lightning bolt. Yeah. So it's like, he kind of like that character that, he's cool. He's a, he's a cool character in his own right, but he doesn't, he kind of doesn't fit into the Justice League as, as seamlessly as, like, uh, any other character, basically. Yeah. But that's why, like, the Black Adam kind of sticks out. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we've known for a while that The Rock has been saying anti-hero. 2008. Yeah. <laughs> he's, been, he's been calling Black Adam an anti-hero for all that time. And everyone's like, I guess, like, anti-hero, really, he's a villain. Because everyone knows Black Adam is the villain. Yeah. The so, but Black Adam, as the anti-hero... You knew, I knew from that point that there was going to be more to Black Adam than just being in a Shazam. At least for me. I'm not this surprised by most of this news because they've talked about this for years. Like, we've known for a while that they wanted to do something with the Birds of Prey. Like, that's that's old news. And it turns into Gotham City, in my opinion. That's what happened. Because we've heard old reports from Il Maimbe, from Umberto, that he said that DC's in the whole team building business. So the Justice League, they're A-listers. The Suicide Squad, they're villain team. The Justice League, will be like the, the magic team. Mm-hmm. you got the the girl team, which is basically the Birds of Prey, and mm-hmm. then Teen Titans would be their young the young adult team. Yeah. Which basically, I heard that Cyborg might become that anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know that for sure, because we don't know what DC Slate is anymore, because things have changed kind of drastically over the last couple of years, because of the reaction to last year's uh, panned results. Because obviously, BBS and Suicide Squad did not do well. So because they didn't do well, everything they do is basically criticized. They can't do anything without ill will next to it. And is it no, Black Adam doesn't need his own movie. I, but I'd rather see a Black Adam movie over a Shazam movie, I'm be honest with you. Mm-hmm. As of right now, not saying I don't want to see Shazam eventually, but I'd kinda rather see Black Adam. And that's all the thing that's all it is. I, I really it's I don't really I don't it doesn't bother me because I don't they say one thing and then they might do another. Years things change. Just because they're telling us it's just something to talk about. I really don't, it didn't really affect me. You know, the biggest thing that upsets me, and then I'll go to Jack. Do you guys remember what the slogan was uh, for this Justice League way before they were even going to make this? Unite the Seven, right? Unite the Seven. Okay, so we got Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Cyborg, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know what this news means? Unite the Eight? No, (laughs) this news means... We're not getting Martian Manhunter because the seventh fucking member is Shazam. They're going New 52 on it. First of all, they're going to go Green Lantern as the seventh member. It's always no, they're going to go Shazam as the it's seventh not, member. I guarantee they're not going Shazam, no. You mean they're going uh, Justice League War. Okay, but I'm saying Shazam. that's a New 52. Yeah. So, so then let me ask you then. That's so the then are you taking out – you said Unite the Seven. Right. Right now, it looks like we'll be getting Shazam before we get Green Lantern. I think no. Well, no, 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 a no, Green no. Lantern solo. Okay. A Green Lantern solo. Yeah, well, that might be in 
you already have your Justice League team set. There's nothing else coming outside of that. I disagree with you. You think March and Manhunter comes? I think there's a possibility we get March and Manhunter in the future. It's not recent. So then, then let me ask what you about, this. What about the that whole thing? Dude, that whole fucking David Goyer, David Goyer said he doesn't like March and Manhunter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. David Goyer doesn't, but doesn't Jeff Johns? Let me ask you guys this then. Unite the Seven was bullshit then. Why? Because you just told me we have the six. We have the sixth. We have the sixth. The seventh would be Green Lantern, as you say, I, not Shazam. It I would agree. Be Green, Lantern. Green Lantern will be the seventh. So Shazam's on the outside looking in. Right. So we already have our seventh. Right. 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 Isn't Martian Manhunter a part of the Justice League? Yeah, Isn't that his main he, story, he being is. a part of the Justice League? Yeah, that's his only story. So then what I'm saying is, if he's not part, part of the seven, what is it now? Unite the ten? Unite the nine? Well, unite, unite the eight? Unite the seven. The <laughs> what I'm saying is, that's my problem with DC. Stop saying shit and then changing it's it. It's promoting the justice. You didn't ever have to say United. <laughs> it's kind of promoting the big seven. But it's like saying you. Uh, all right, it's like the Avengers saying unite the Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. And no, then because then that would be anybody and everyone. But they didn't but put that number on it. That's right, my right, point. Right, right. Just say unite the league. The whole that's point it. of unite the seven is to, to throw Booyah. back to the old comic days of the big right. seven. Okay. That's it. So let me ask yeah. you this: when yeah. they when they promoted unite the seven. There was never a seventh member. It was only five. It was only they five. They probably always had plans to make Green Lantern the seventh member. Right. Always. So and we, now we're going to get it. Right. Hey, hey have you guys ever watched Seventh Heaven? Seventh Heaven? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get in. Let's get in. Jessica Biel was on it. He's a, he's a better Jack, ass, dude. Jack, what are your thoughts? All right, so this is this is a big. Uh, it's gonna be a fan theory, but this is my prediction. Because like you were saying earlier about how they just seem to like roll the dice and put like sort of a sentence together, and that's how they form their 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 plans. Um, I like that. Uh, that was funny. I was watching something earlier about a top part skit making fun of Family Guy, and I think that's exactly what they do as well. But I don't think that they're as lost as we think. I think the point of the Black Adam film, even though it's unnecessary, is because Captain Marvel or Shazam in itself is its own universe. So to make that movie possible, I think Black Adam is necessary. It's either both or none. There's just too much to the character. And I think that the Unite the Seven was bullshit. Flat out. There's no arguing that. But Thank you. I don't think Green Lantern will be the seventh member. I think it'll be Shazam. I think I that Green Lantern won't be brought in until after the Cyborg movie when he's forced <laughs> to be brought in. I think the Cyborg villain is going to be Brainiac bringing it in a glass. Ooh, that'd be cool Okay. And I don't, I don't know about Martian Manhunter. I don't know if he'll ever be in it. I, it, it just doesn't seem likely. You know, you made a great point. He'll be in point. it. He'll be in it. You, you made a great I hope point. So. I, I told hope so. you guys, I heard this rumor months that the end credit scene of Justice League, one of the end credit scenes, would be Superman uh, finally coming home to Lois. He walks through his front door, and Martian Manhunter is there, and he's warning him of the uh, of the oncoming attack of Brainiac. I've heard that. And that'll right. up. Right. And if Martian Manhunter comes, I think it's going to be well after the Green Lantern Corps, the whole Brainiac, everything. It's going to be way down the line. And I, I'm I, saying, I, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. 
Well, yeah, you're you're referring to the uh, rumor that it was uh, what Henry Lennox or Harry Lennox's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based yeah. off that thing. Yeah. Yeah. If that happens, that would be awesome. Because the thing about the Martian Manhunter is that he is basically the guy that forms the team. And it would be cool if that general, who had like a little bit of uh, doing in everyone's movie, basically, ended up being the Martian Manhunter. So he kind of, you know, looked over him. But he's very and he reveals himself. Yeah. Uh, Kanan, Kanan, yeah. what are your thoughts on the, the two, Sam and uh, Black Adam getting a movie? Oh my goodness! You talk about a uh, topic of divide for for fans. I think when that news was announced on Twitter, I think people just uh, went crazy. Uh, a lot of fans that I think do not like the idea of them splitting the movie up. Uh, I do like the idea of Black Adam being in the Man of Steel movie, maybe not the whole movie, but part of the movie. I think The Rock does well in an established franchise. I don't really know that The Rock has done much starting his own franchises yet. He's come into the uh, the G.I. Joe movie and, and made it better, and he came into the Fast and Furious franchise and has done well there. But I agree. I don't really think there's a need for a separate movie. What I think it is is The Rock went into D.C. and he said, look, uh, I'm a huge draw. I want my own movie. And a lot of fans think that he's kind of strong on his way into getting his own, you know, his own solo movie, Absolutely. but I don't really think it's needed. I'm fine with it. I mean, absolutely. Shazam, yeah. I mean, absolutely. He absolutely strong-armed his way. But you know the biggest reason why um, I agree with Nick, a Shazam movie would make more sense. But a Black Adam movie, here's the biggest reason why I have an issue with that, right? We know The Rock. He's always been the anti-hero kind of guy. In wrestling, he was a heel, and he was and a, a you know, and a face. And he he thrived in both. So what I'm saying is, if you do a Black Adam movie, how the hell are you putting over a villain? How are you going to put over a villain? How are you going to put over He's a an villain? He's anti-hero. Remember that. I understand, <laughs> yeah. I understand, but when we watch The Rock, we're all going to go, like, I'm rooting for The Rock. And then whoever the villain is, like, what if The Rock is the villain and the quote-unquote villain is the hero? In That's his what movie. I said. But I'm saying we're not going to give a shit about the hero because we just we're focused on the rock. That's what I'm saying. If you introduce Black Adam in Man of Steel 2, like me and Dan have been saying, as the villain, quote unquote, in that movie, you could then make it more appealing because people, people, uh, some people, it's divided. Some yeah. people love Henry Cavill as Superman. I think he's done a phenomenal job. I like him. His Superman versus the rock Black, Black Adam. Adam. Come on, that's box pretty dope. I like that too. I really enjoy that's what that you idea. Do. And you could bring in Jesse Eisenberg to be controlling Black Adam. I know, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> you don't know have a Black Adam solo with Superman in it. Have a Superman solo with Black Adam either. in it. Either one. I'll take either one. I'm just saying, one well, makes sense. One is just like a little far fetched. Go ahead, Dane. I'm just I'm hoping that it, Black Adam's villain is some type of cloud. You know, it seems to really no. work out in these uh, comic book movies. <laughs> it's some type of cloud that has a color, kind of like Sinestro in uh, Green Lantern or Galactus in Fantastic Four. Yeah, some Listen, type of cloud. There's a parallax. You're actually that yeah. was actually spot on that you said because we can then propel that <laughs> to our next topic, which is Green Lantern. Yes. Um, it was it was announced. Uh, through, through numerous news outlets that Green Lantern Hal Jordan had a short list with some of the names being Jake Gyllenhaal, Bradley Cooper, James Marsden, 
Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Joel McHale. I'm, I only say it like that because I call it Joel. Macaulay Culkin. I pronounce my name Joel. Um, Tom, Cruise, <laughs> Tom Cruise, Army Hammer, and Ryan Reynolds. Now, from this short list, I'm going to just go through and X out the names I think shouldn't belong on this. Okay, go ahead. Mikhail. Okay, yeah, I agree. Yes. Um, Ryan Reynolds only, only because, yeah, I'm going to go around. Only because um, I think what he's doing with Deadpool, just focus on that, do your thing. Even though, as Dane did yeah. point out, beautiful redemption stories, he could come back That's true, and, and but do, the, do the character justice. I don't like that I understand. That's why I said I'm 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 gonna cross that off. All right, Mikhail, Seriously Ryan though, I'm I'm just waiting for Deadpool for Ryan Reynolds to release like a Deadpool thing where he's like, Yo, no, I'm not gonna be Green Lantern. Like that would be I'm surprised, so yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't done it yet. Um so Ryan Reynolds Mikhail, I'm also gonna take off Bradley Cooper only because I wanna free Bradley Cooper up for Uncharted franchise. Ah. Stay with that, Bradley Cooper. Um, I'm going to just say, I'm with Dane. I don't have a problem with Tom Cruise. My actual short list would be Gyllenhaal, Marsden, and Tom Cruise over Army Hammer. I honestly think Tom Cruise... Really? I think think Tom Cruise could bring something great to this different is the better term. Because I mean, Cruise. I don't know so, if that's great though. No, but I'm saying it's a so far out there. Ca- and think about this: what is what is Hal Jordan's character? What what did he do before he became the Green Lantern? Maverick. He was a like, pilot, right? Yeah. What the fuck was Tom Cruise? One of Tom Cruise's Most best famous. films. Top wasn't it? Top Gun. A few he good men, born on the 4th yeah. of July, like, come on, dude, that's not even his best film. Yeah, I'm collateral. It was, one, it was one of his top films where he's pretty much playing how freaking George. It's a very good film. one of his most popular films. <laughs> Fucking Ricky, Risky Business is a better film than Top Gun. Which I'd give it to you. Which yeah. I'd I give you that, absolutely. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, if, if Green Lantern was a movie where it was just about Hal Jordan, I'd immediately take Tom Cruise off this place. I agree. But I'm saying, whoever you get is John Stewart to compliment Tom Cruise's Hal Jordan. That could be a really good take that's on good on the Green Lantern. That's a good point. And then I don't have to defend Jake Gyllenhaal because I think that's all of our top picks. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. And, and uh, David uh, Marsden, I think is a very underrated actor for some of the stuff that he does. I thought he was a really good Cyclops. I agree. He doesn't get enough credit. I thought he was a really good Cyclops. I don't think he was a really good Cyclops. I think he's a really good actor who who did the best with a shit role that they wrote for him. Absolutely, but what I'm saying is I I thought he he kind of captured that leadership type of mentality of a Cyclops. It was just poorly written. He's got a great look. He has a great look. Great look. So I'm going to pass it off to um, Joel, but I'm saying I would be fine with Tom Cruise. But I'm going Jake Gyllenhaal as my top pick. That's the number one pick. That's my number one pick. Um, the list, I, I'll, I'll scratch out most of the ones you used. Uh, Joel McHale really stuck out to me like a sore thumb. Like, this is not uh, Tom Jordan to me at all, mm-hmm. of all the names that were listed. Uh, Reynolds, you know, you guys know Reynolds. And uh, what was the other one? And uh, Bradley Cooper, the two that stick out because of their contracts with Marvel and Fox. So I just don't see that happening like we just mentioned. Now, it leaves us with the four bigger names. Like, we got Hall, we got Marsden, Cruz, and Hammer. 
Cruz, like you said, would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. But by the time they make Green Lantern, they'll be like 60 years old, and I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm going to be putting out a thousand more Mission Impossible movies. And this, in the class of the time, because, like, all over, like, six four, It's ridiculous. He'd be the shortest human being. He, he would. Look like a little kid. He would. Everybody. He would. He would. But, look, I do like Top Cruz. Unite the seven-year-old. <laughs> he'd look like a little baby. But, yeah, I, I agree. Tom Cruise would be very, very cool. But at the same time, uh, unlikely. He doesn't mm-hmm. seem like the type to Agreed. do. He doesn't like to do a superhero role anyway. He, he thinks he's a superhero. Anyway, uh, so my, it comes down to me as Army Hammer, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Marsden. And uh, I'll take any of those three, honestly. I like Gyllenhaal, I you like Marsden, and I like, Har- I like Hammer. Too. You don't go wrong with it. Um, But Army Hammer, to me, since Dane put this in my brain, will always be Superman to me. I always feel as the Army Hammer kind of has that Superman feel about it. I would have loved to see him as Superman more than Henry Cavill. I'd love to see him as Shazam. Shazam. I, oh, fuck yeah. Not a bad Wait thing. a minute. I mean, a what one. if he could be Shazam? Cool. We've all been thinking Green Lantern. Yeah, what yeah. if he's Shazam? He's on the short list now. He's on the short list. Wasn't he going to be Batman? I'm on the sixth big list. Movie? Yeah. He yeah, was going to yeah. be Batman. He, he was. He was going to be Batman. And yeah. it's funny because Henry Cavill said they used to always have conversations back and forth. Like, how cool would it have been if I was Superman and you were my Batman? And he was like, more like I was, you know, you'd be my Superman. To, yeah, to my yeah. they, they have a great friendship going, so that would have been really cool. They do. Um, but, Kanan, what are your what are your thoughts on the short list and who's your top pick? Uh, well, as soon as I saw Joel McHale, I wanted to throw up. I don't even know why I'm not there. Um, but I agree that Cruz would probably be a decent pick because if anyone's seen Edge of Tomorrow, I mean, oh my gosh, he was so good in that movie. So I really think – I think he could be good, but I do agree that I think he'll be too old. Uh, I really think the WB kind of already has in mind who they want, and I think – I really think it will be between Army Hammer – and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, so uh, I would really, I, I, honestly, I would like to see Gyllenhaal get the role. But uh, yeah, Hammer, I would like to see in the DCEU as somebody. I, I really would like him to be part of that universe. So, but I, I really think Gyllenhaal would probably be the best best choice. I mean, and I don't, I don't think Ryan Reynolds coming back at all. I don't even know why they picked him. I mean, he flat out. Blade WB in the Deadpool movie. Why would they even reconsider bringing him back? I just don't see it. He's got because Deadpool it's, it's too. So. From a business standpoint, that doesn't work. If Ryan Reynolds, if Ryan Reynolds agreed to come back, WB would have him with open arms. It's just a matter of I don't think it would work out. I don't think he'd even want to come back to do the character. But well, I will no, say I, that. Yeah, I think, yeah, but I don't think Reynolds would want to come back. I think he made it yeah. clear with the joke in Deadpool that, yeah. Yeah, so. Green Lantern almost single-handedly could have destroyed Ryan Reynolds' career. Um, I, will, I will say this, guys. Keep an eye out for Jake Gyllenhaal and Luke Evans to be named as um, Hal Jordan and Sinestro moving forward. Keep an eye out on, on that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Nick, what were your thoughts on the Green Lantern short uh, shortlist, and who's your top six? Uh, my top pick would be Army Hammer. Still, I, I I think he's I that's just the guy that I think for the for the budget or like if you're if you're balling on a budget like DC should be right now, then get Army Hammer. He's gonna be cheaper than most of the rest of the guys. He's, he's got the look. I think he's got the gravitas from a couple films that I've seen him in. 
I, I think he would be the best pick. Um, I really like uh, John Krasinski uh, from The Office. I think he would be a very good uh, he would be a very good alternative to that. I mean, he was up for Captain America. Um, he didn't get it, obviously, but uh, but they were considering him for that. He's like probably what six two, six three, something like that. Uh, so I mean, he would fit the mold of like you know the the Ben Affleck, Joe Manganiello, uh, like six three, six four frame. Um, I think he would be really good. I don't dislike uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I I think he would definitely like fill the role. Um, I just think he would be really expensive and wouldn't wouldn't really give you the most creative performance, if you will. Um, so I, I I'm gonna say he's like at the bottom of my top three. Um, I, I Martin I would be totally cool with. Um, I I think he deserves a little redemption for for Cyclops. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that, that might be my, my top three with Marsden as my honorable mention. I will say this. Let's keep in, in mind that the reason why they were saying Jake Gyllenhaal is the favorite is because what they're going for with Hal is um, what had happened was is there was a huge intergalactic war. This is all, this is all rumor. <laughs> but there was a huge intergalactic war with um, was, uh, Atrocitus. Uh, and Sinestro just wreaking havoc on the other lantern. And this is a story about how Hal, Guy, John um, have to kind of rebuild from the the, the destruction that uh, Atrocitus has has wreaked on the the other lantern. So this is a more broken down Hal. This is a Hal who has been for a long time. And when I look at Jake Gyllenhaal, he can give me that dramatic of like, I've been doing this shit for so long. It's wearing on me. I can kind of get that more from Jake Gyllenhaal than I feel I can get from Army Hammer. That's why he is my top pick. Okay. But like I said, I don't – if you guys told me Marzen, Army Hammer, or Gyllenhaal got it, I I wouldn't I wouldn't at all come on here and be like, oh, that's horrible. I'd be like, yeah. Which which one? That would actually be interesting because it would, it would, it would lend a little bit of, like, what – what was their initial plan when they were going to start the the universe with Green Lantern? So, like, yeah. like think about it from this perspective of if Green Lantern had started the universe and then all of these movies came afterwards, where would we see Green Lantern when Green Lantern appears in this universe? Like, my, my best guess is they won't do an origin story. Like you said, everybody will already be established, and so it would make sense to have a more grizzled uh, elder uh, Hal Jordan than what we would get, say, from uh, an origin story. So with that, I, I can actually see where you're coming from. I can, I like picturing it in my head. I, I do think that maybe Gyllenhaal would be a little better than Kirby and, and Hammer. So I, I could give you some credence. Really. Does depends on, on where they go with the character and how they formulate it. And like I said, that what I was speaking was strictly rumor. I, I, I'm, of course, not in WB headroom, so I don't know. Um, but that's right. what I was hearing from a while ago when I first heard that Hall and um, Luke Evans were being eyed to headline that movie. Um, but, Dane, what are your thoughts? 
Um, well, first, before I just go into it, um, I just want to clarify that only based on the fact that I've never been introduced with reality of it, um, the whole entire contract concept between going and being a character at Marvel and DC or Fox, something like that, I don't know how real that is or how much limitation we really give those actors. Uh, I've never actually seen anything. I've just told, been told by people, like, if you play in this movie, you can't do this one because it's a comic book property. And I'm sure there are some type of things within it, uh, but it's more so if the actor wants to take the amount of roles and if they have time for those roles is what I would uh, assume. So going down this list, uh, I think everyone's going to have the t- same top three, though. I think it's going to be James Marsden, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Army Hammer. Uh, but even like looking at Bradley Cooper, who was rumored in uh, trying to try out for the same uh, movie that Ryan Reynolds did, uh, you know, he would be good. And he only plays a CGI uh, character in a Marvel movie, so I don't know how like against his contract that is. But he's going to be expensive, uh, much like Jake Gyllenhaal is. And then with Tom Cruise, I would prefer Tom Cruise to play maybe Hal Jordan's father. Because we've had a lot of great uh, actors playing the parents in these movies, especially the dads. Like Superman had Kevin Costner and also, um, you know, uh, Russell Crowe. Batman had uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, his dad. Like Tom Cruise would be a good, like, little nod if he's his dad that worked at the Air Force for Ferris Airways and dies in front of him. And maybe, like, there's, like, a little bit of, like, in his head flashback so they don't have to do a, a full origin uh, within there. But I can't see him as Hal Jordan. Just because, to me, with Hal Jordan, unless they're going to go for it, he's the older one, he's the vet, and Kyle Rayner is becoming like the younger one thrown into it with Jon Stewart, and Hal slowly becomes Parallax, and they do that whole entire storyline, uh, you know, making him the villain immediately, uh, and Kyle Rayner and Jon Stewart are the two active lanterns. If they do that, it could be, it could work, but I still can't see it. Um, Ryan Reynolds, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Uh, I can get over the fact it's kind of like when Vin Diesel was for groups. Uh, a lot of people were like, well, he's going to play Black Bolt too. You know, it's, it's between companies. He'd be playing one character completely different in a mask and everything, then playing the Green Lantern. There would be a redemption quality to it that I like. It would tie in things. They could pretend the other one. And also, we could get Mark Strong back to Sinestro, maybe. So there's some uh, pluses to that, but I would rather Jake Gyllenhaal, Army Hammer, or James Marsden, personally. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, the only reason he's not my top is because I'd love to see him play a villain in the movie. I think he'd make a great Riddler based on Nightcrawler. Yeah, l- listen, like I said, Dane, uh, actually, I wouldn't mind him being uh, the Riddler at all. Um, but like I said, if if the story that they're saying is a, a more broken down Hal Jordan, out of the three names, Marsden, Hammer, and, and Gyllenhaal, I see the more dramatic-driven actor being Gyllenhaal out of the three of them, the better actor out of the three I, of them. I, do, I will say, though, that I think Krasinski could pull that out of his ass. I really do. I think he could make that work. Really good movie. Nick, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to say two last things. One, John Krasinski is a very slept-on actor. Um, he is. I think people go, yep. well, he was in the office. He can only do comedy. That's bullshit. 13 hours show yeah, that that bullshit. guy has range. Um, that guy could definitely, I thought he would have been an amazing Captain America. And I would agree that he could 
definitely. He'd have been better than Jensen Ackles. Yeah, absolutely. Hell, a thousand times better. So many people sleeping <laughs> on Jensen Ackles. I'm bro. sorry, J- John Krasinski would, would act circles around. They gotta stop doing uh, supernatural. Like some more Jensen Ackles. Um, yeah, just fucking in the season. And the last thing I want to say before we move on to our Infinity War topic, I do want to say that. Um, let me make sure I'm getting this correct. Jack did say his pick would have been James Marsden and Luke Evans uh, as Hal Jordan and Sinestro. Um, And he did want me to note that he does not like Army Hammer. Um, But I do want to say this, guys. If you guys guys do hear that Luke Evans is Sinestro, remember where you heard it here first. Um, But let's get into our next topic. Um, Let's get into our next topic, and I want to end the show on the my favorite one. We'll get into our other topics that we didn't get into um, this week. Next week, we'll open with those. Um, but I really wanted to get into this because me and Dane had to talk about this a, uh, a couple shows ago. I never sat down and tried to figure out with Infinity War that's going to start filming on Monday. Um, and that's pretty much uh, seeing Peter Dinklage getting his hair dyed. Uh, Arn, so now everyone's like, oh, he's definitely picked the troll. We don't know, but it, it looks like it's leaning towards that. Not again. Um, I never sat down and tried to figure out where the stones are. Like, where the stones are in the MCU, MCU uh, universe. You want to break that down? Oh, I did. I oh, broke, broke that down. down. I broke that down. I wasn't going to, like, say, let's try to figure this out together. I broke uh, it down. That's sorry. why I took everyone to I show them. No, it wasn't going to be a scavenger hunt. Um, <laughs> So, we pretty much have the Space Stone, which is the Tesseract. That's in Asgard. Okay. We have the Mind Stone, which is in Vision. Right. We have the Reality Stone, which is the Ether, which the Collector has. And we have the Power Stone, which is the Orb that the Nova Corps has. Right. And we have the Time Stone, which is in the Eye of Agamotto, which Doctor Strange has. So, there's one more left for Thanos to complete it. So, what I wanted to do was to go around and see... If you guys had any idea on on who has that last the last stone. stone, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what the last stone I'll look, is. I'll look. Um, Dane, I'll start with you. Who do you think has the last stone, and when do you think we'll see it? All right, now um, I think it's going to be in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I think that we're going to get that in some way. How it's going to happen, I don't know. Um, maybe it has something to do with Surther. Uh, maybe it's something uh, connected to him. Uh, there, there's there's several possibilities of where where they could go with it. Um, my concept is that what they have is that John Cena is making that small scene in the movie, uh, and I hope that like they're introducing a re- like an arena, and like all of a sudden they're like, and he's fighting John Cena, and then he comes out and he's got this bling on his chest, and right there in the middle of it is the last Infinity Stone, and you got to beat John Cena to win the stone, and that's the whole point. Is you got to beat John Cena to get the <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There wait a minute. Dane. You know what Dane reminds me of right here? I know everyone in here watches Screen Junkies. You know how Screen Junkies goes, all right, give me a scenario yeah. for, for a franchise. Pitch me something. Dane just did his best. Um, What's the guy's name? What's the guy's name that's the host? Uh, Andy Signore. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Best Andy Signore. Andy Signore had a story of uh, Fast and Furious where they had to travel into the depths of hell <laughs> to rescue something. <laughs> so fuck it out there. But anyway, the funniest <laughs> shit would be 
Thor and Hulk are like ripping through guys, and then uh, the Watcher, played by Jeff Goldblum, he go not the Watcher. Uh, is it the Watcher that he's playing in, in Thor Ragnarok? The Watcher? Uh, no, yeah. he's not the Watcher. Grandmaster. The Grandmaster. Thank you, Dane. Grandmaster. I can picture yeah, the Grandmaster saying, "All right, we have we have one <laughs> final person for you guys to face." And Thor and Hulk are like, "Bring them on!" And then like the trumpets start playing.
Well, and you know, you could always have it set up where he has it, and somehow, miraculously, fucking Black Panther pulls it out and still whips his ass. True, but I do also want to remind you guys of this. The stones are so powerful to touch it, could easily not only corrupt you, but kill you. That's how powerful the stones are. So you guys would have to give me a scenario where he has it in like a necklace or or, or something, because you can't just have it in your bare hands. Yeah, that's true. Because it'll kill you. That's why I say Ulysses Claw having it, because he'd come up with a creative way to either put it in his sonic device, to where like he could uh, use it against the Black Panther, or he'd find a way to create a weapon out of it. Because he's, he's, more, he's more of the genius type. Killmonger's more of the physical type. So I see if someone would have it, if it's in Black Panther, Claw would make more sense if it's in Wakanda. But Jonathan, <laughs> if it's in Wakanda. I, 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 I think we definitely see it. And I think we probably I, I definitely see it in, in Wakanda, Black Panther. Go ahead, Kanan. What were you saying? I was gonna say, yeah, that was. I mean, he he called in and he he said exactly what I was gonna say. I really think we do see it in Black Panther because Black Panther comes out in February, Infinity War comes out in uh, May. So I think at the end of Black Panther, I think we'll see Thanos get the uh, final Infinity Stone. I think we'll see the gauntlet or or uh, we'll see the stone in some capacity, and then you know Thanos beginning to. Uh, Go on the quest to get the stones to go for the gauntlet. So I, I agree. I think it's, I think it's going to be in Black Panther. I don't see it being in Thor. Uh, most of the Thor movies in the years, yeah, it it was already. Uh, you know, you had the Tesseract, you had the Ether. I mean, all these stones uh, seem to be revolved around uh, Asgard and Thor. So I really think that uh, we'll see it in Black Panther. I think that makes the most sense with it coming out in February and then Infinity War in May. I'll say this. It makes the most sense in Thor only because if we remember, the whole uh, beginning of Thor is supposed to be around him chasing this purple guy in a chair. Remember? He's looking for the purple guy in a chair. That, that's what Thor's looking for. He said at the yeah, end but of that the was time, like that was like a like a teaser side thing. No, the actual the actual director <laughs> did say he did say Thor uh, since leaving at the end of Age of Ultron has been on the hunt for the purple guy in the chair. Yeah. And the gym. So, and, and the gym. He's, the looking, gym. he's looking for why the gyms uh, are, are important, what it has to do with what he saw in his vision. So I think when you set that up, you pretty much were just telling us then that the next time we see Thor, we'll be seeing what these stones mean. Yeah. If the stone's not in it, I at least think we'll know the history of the rest of the stones and and what the I think his father will tell him what that infinity gauntlet in his hallway uh, is means. Yeah, I think I think two gauntlets. Right, there's two gauntlets. Thanos has one, and there's still one in Asgard. Unless unless Loki gave Thanos that one that was in Asgard. We haven't seen it since the first story. Good point. We haven't seen it since the first story. That's a very good point. Kevin Feige did say way before Infinity War was thought of uh, that there is two Infinity Gauntlets. When we first saw Thanos and no, actually, I think someone else said it, and Kevin Feige got pissed that someone said it. Oh really? Oh, someone else said it. I think that was. I think somebody else said it, and like Feige was like, "God damn it! Why the fuck you say that?" Really? I heard, I heard Kevin Feige I was think just, so. Like, yeah, no, I think that's the way it went down. I could be mistaken, but I like my memory. If my memory serves me correct, 
I think that's the way it happened. And then they fought it to the death. Like, <laughs> they fought to the death. <laughs> it didn't look like Thanos took it from Asgard. It looked like he took it from the vault. No, that looked like Thanos' house or ship that he went and was just like, ah, fuck it. I'll just have to do shit myself. He had that shit in storage. Somewhere. Yeah, he had that shit in storage. Yeah, went okay. Storage, storage and was just like, ah, I'm to dust this shit off, man. I got to do it myself. But I would have thought he would have realized that after the first Avengers movie. Like, listen, there's nothing you can do that, that can do this job for you. Just come down and handle the shit yourself. Why, why would they have two gauntlets with only enough gems to fit one of them? Because I think I think when Odin had the gauntlet, it was under the impression that it was only that one. I think now that we know Thanos, oh. has one, Thanos is thinking there's only one. That's why, to your point, Dane, when they do finally give us Adam Warlock, I think Warlock is going to put the glove on and Thanos is like, what the fuck? There was two of these shit? I could have had two on both hands, split up the, the, the gems. What the fuck? There were two? <laughs> well, well, I think that's going to be really interesting when both sides find out that there's, uh, that there's another one. I, I want to break down. So, so, do we think, so do we think Thanos has all the Infinity Stones in the first Infinity War, do we think that this will just be no. him collecting them? I, I think he's going to find some first, in the movie. The first, infin- the first Infinity War should be like his Easter egg hunt, where he has to go find like a handful of them. No, I said I didn't want you spending the movie oh, him I'm going through uh, finding them. I'd like the movie to start off with uh, like quick, quick shots of him destroying these places where the stones are. Well, you know, then he has to end it on Earth? Is that what yeah, and then he's like, no, no, no. I, want, I wanted to start yeah. with the Avengers having vision space, and that's what oh, he needs yeah. to go. Yeah. I want well, to and it would it would make sense being a vignette movie, which is what they've they've claimed it will be. It'll be a vignette movie with a lot of different stories intertwined under one subject. They need to go to space. I think what they should do is um, the Guardians come to Earth, and Thor comes down, and he warns everyone of what's coming. And then they're like, all right, well, Thanos isn't fucking coming here, so we got to go try to we get these stones that, yeah. before Thanos gets them. And it's like an intergalactic fucking gone in 60 seconds type of shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, I... Well, I, let, I, hey, I, let me just... Let me just... Hey, Juwan, let me just throw this out there. What if, like... I, Pretty much everybody said, like, where the stones might be, except for the soul stone. What, what if he already has it? What if he already has the soul stone? And he's been using that to, like, his advantage this whole time. To find the other ones. Yeah, to try to find the other ones, to try to manipulate people. Like, I, I think that could, like, a, a short of, like, it being in Black Panther or it being in Thor Ragnarok. I mean, it could easily be explained by, like, fuck, dude, he, Thanos just already has the soul stone. Yeah, listen, if Thanos has has stones, I'm a thousand percent okay with that. Because like I said, I don't want to spend the first movie with him, you know, them dedicating too much to the movie of showing individually him finding each and every stone. Well, if, so if he already has one of the six, yeah. I'm completely okay If with he that. has one or the movie starts with him getting that first stone, which mm-hmm. is the soul stone, the woolly one we don't know anything about. I'd be fine with that too. He gets the first. We know where the other ones are, yeah. so you know where he's going. Mm-hmm. That's all. Then you can go from exactly. there. Exactly. 
I'm hey guys, what if, yeah, what if that, Dark that's Side? My, that's my train of thought here. Dark Side, maybe Dark what? Side has. The soul. <laughs> yeah, what, what, if, what if Dark Side has the Soul Stone? What if that's well, where I mean, it's from? What if Steppenwolf is a big sign across universes? That's all I'm saying. That's what the Mother Box is. It's the Soul Stone. That makes sense. Maybe that's what that uh, cyborg really? thing on the top of his head is. Maybe that's the soul. Maybe that's the Soul Gem. No, but uh, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I wanted to introduce this topic because, like I said, uh, filming for Infinity War, as Josh Brolin and uh, Kevin Feige and everyone had already announced, it starts Monday. Yep. So not only this, these next two weeks will we be and seeing Atlanta. Black Panther yep. and Infinity War um, uh, set photos, but we'll get a lot more of what the story's going to be for Infinity War. And I guarantee you this, Kevin Feige will have something to show us by July. I guarantee you. I hope so. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Not a trailer. As far as either images of Josh Brolin fully as Thanos, or we'll see concepts concepts or group photos. We'll see like a group we'll photo of Avengers. They're gonna promote Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, they're gonna promote the shit out of it. Yeah. But I think in in, in Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, we will be seeing um, a lot more of not only Black Panther but definitely the cast of uh, Infinity War. So I'm looking forward to that like a mother and Thor Ragnarok, pretty much. Um, I thought we'd have more time. Uh, but we spent a lot of time on our trailer talk, so I'll, I'll make sure um, we start off next week with should Netflix and MCU mix, should superhero movies be nominated for best film, um, and yes. what superhero yes. movie will get a new Super Bowl trailer. Um, we'll do all those at the beginning of next week's show uh, because we missed um, because we missed those other uh, topics for today. But guys, we had a phenomenal show today. We had ten callers. We weren't able to get everyone in. Woo! I'm sorry. Next week we will definitely uh, fix that. We had so many um, great ideas, so many great voices that called in, shed some light, gave us some feels. Um, so we will be looking to do that and so much more with our callers next week. I promise I'll, I'll dedicate a block of time for our callers to call in about certain things. Um, I'll get a lot better with, with, with that. But thank you to um, everyone who called in. You guys gave us so many great ideas for, for so many different topics. Um, great opinions. Great opinions. Kanan, um, let the people know where they can find you, buddy. You can find me on Twitter at Fiction Pipe and also at Man of Steel 37013. Absolutely. Um, and Kanan will be doing more. Um, what, what is it called? Uh, what do you call it, Kanan? Bingo. Uh, no, it was, uh, was it Fiction Fight? Oh, he's yes, fiction fight. Yes, yeah. You'll be doing more of those on, on the page for us to get a better feel on um, Kanan's world coming to Geek Vibes. Um, but again, I want to thank my. Uh, oh wait, Hugh Jackman was at the Knicks game. That's why they lost. Son of a bitch. Um, I want to thank my full panel today. I want to thank Gerald, Nick, Dane, Joel, and Kanan, and thank you to all.
all of our callers. Um, either Dane or Nick, close us out. One of you guys close us out. I got it. Oh. Aha. <laughs> All right, Dave. Just want to let you guys Dave. know that uh, we'll, we'll be, me and Nick will both be on scene this weekend or this week trying to get arrested at um, the studio filming the Avengers Infinity War. So uh, be on the lookout for a sequel of the whole entire fucking movie. And check out my website at ilovefloatingmermans.com. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Geek Vibes awesome. And may the Geek Vibes be with you always. Check out Dave Rance tomorrow. <laughs> Woo! Right, Monday. 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 Sorry. I was going to uh, say, tomorrow's Sunday. Um, everyone, look out for the Patriots to win the AFC Championship tomorrow. And, and then look out for the Falcons to win the NFC Championship. The and then look out for Dane Rance on Monday. We love you guys. What, 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 what is football, you guys? What are you talking about? Shut <laughs> up, Dane. <laughs> you can like more than one thing, you dick. <laughs> you guys are nerds. You guys are a bunch of fucking nerds. Good night, guys. Dane, I'm looking forward to Monday. I think it's over, isn't it?